those here in person on the grounds at UUCSR, and those who are watching us on screens at home. We welcome all of you as members of our community. I'm the Reverend Dr. Natalie Fenimore, and I'm a minister of this congregation along with the Reverend Jennifer Brower and the Reverend Jay Brooks and our student minister, Aaliyah Shenbro. Today, UCSR's treasurer, Brian Mullers, joins us as a reader in this worship service as well. For those of you who are new to Unitarian Universalism, ours is a faith tradition which embraces the wisdom found in many religions and celebrates diversity. We believe in using science, reason, and the gifts of the spirit to explore life's mystery and meaning. At noon each Sunday, you are invited to join our coffee hour, which is now still virtual, now still on Zoom. Come to meet new friends and to see the faces of longtime friends you are missing. Let us now worship together. light our chalice for the joy of being in community. Please be seated. Thank you. We offer this litany of quotes on play. Remember to play because. Emerson said, it is a happy talent to know how to play. Einstein said, play is the highest form of research. Jean Piaget said, if you want to be creative, stay in part a child with the creativity an invention that characterized children before they are deformed by adult society. Dr. Stuart Brown said, those who rarely play become brittle in the face of stress and lose the healing capacity of humor. George Bernard Shaw said, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing.
Please now join me in our words of affirmation. Love is the doctrine of this congregation. The quest of truth is its sacrament and service is its prayer. To dwell together in peace, to seek knowledge in freedom, to serve human need. This we do affirm and covenant with each other. together and it's good to remember how to play it's been a scary and lonely time this pandemic has unnerved and unbalanced us set us a little off kilter we're gonna have to get used to things not being quite the way they were we're gonna have to learn to imagine a new future and play is where we learn to imagine and bring into being something new. Still, while we sit in this place of uncertainty, there is this space for newness, for learning, for creativity, and for play, for the connection that it brings to our own inner light and spirituality. So I'll tell you something. The lightness of movement and laughter and fun can exist along with doing and learning some very deep and powerful and needed things. So looking back way, 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 way back to when I was a little girl, I believe that one of my earliest spiritual experiences was learning to double Dutch jump rope. All the kids on my street, mostly the girls, would gather on the sidewalk outside our houses and learn to jump rope together. It was something that was learned in community and passed on from generation to generation, passed on from older to younger to younger again. There were no books or instruction manuals or video clips for learning how to jump rope back then in the Stone Age. You watched what other people did. You listened to their directions and you learned by doing. You tried, you tried, you tried and you failed and you practiced and you practiced and you got better. You got better over time. Usually, you learn to jump rope to play starting with a single rope. Everybody knows how to do that, right? Just a single rope jumping. I bet most of you have done it at one time or another. It's one of the most basic childhood forms of play. It's just one simple and essential piece of the jump rope and then your own body. You swing the rope and you jump. You jump up, you jump down, 
you jump up, you jump down, fast and slow, over and over and over. The rhythm can be hypnotizing and soothing or boring. So often you enhance that experience. You make it more interesting. You sing a song. You add some extra movements. How many of you remember how you jump and you cross the rope sometimes, right? So now, after you had well learned the art of single jumping, you might find yourself drawn to the action of double dutch. Do you know about double dutch? Double dutch is jumping with two ropes at once. Two people stand quite a distance apart with two long ropes. And they each hold these two long ropes, one in each hand, while turning in opposite directions. Right? It's a big coordination thing. They swing the two ropes, rotating and crossing each rope, one hand over the other, spinning and twirling and arcing the ropes. It can be mesmerizing. You can get into a kind of a trance state when you're doing it. Because you have to be very attentive to what you're doing, to what your partner is doing. The point of the whole thing is for a person, a third person, to jump into the middle of the two arching ropes and jump over the ropes for as long as they can, staying in this central spot between the ropes as they spin over you, trying to keep it all from getting tangled up in your legs. So I can remember this moment, standing and watching the two rope turners swing the rope, hearing them sing to a jump rope song over and over to establish a rotating rhythm. They made something happen which drew me in. You just had to watch it. I would find myself moving with that rhythm, pushing my body to become that rhythm, to turn into the rhythm of that song, and at the moment of becoming, to jump. When my whole self was taken up with the movement of the ropes and the rhythm of the singing. When I was at one with the motion in front of me, I would jump into the middle and ride the air. The jump ropes are above and below you, and you are in the magic space in between, in between this and that. I imagine it must be like this for surfers in the ocean, riding the wave, sitting in the crest of the wave. We all took turns when we jump roped. Some jumpers were better than others and could jump for longer times or faster and faster times. Some were better turners, and some turners became teams who worked best when they played together. And some jumpers also learned to jump with others and became teams of two or more jumping into the middle of the ropes together and spinning among the ropes, staying there together. Everyone would be out on the sidewalk or on a nearby front porch to watch and support the jumpers. Elders remembering when they were jumpers and giving pointers on how best to jump. Babies and young children awaiting their day. Those with bodies not best able to jump or swing might lead the singing or sway to the song and help keep the rhythm or count the jumps. 
or be present on the sidewalk or a porch to witness the new generation of jumpers being born. And it was and is important to be a witness to the ways that your community continues to be a living thing. In this way of playing, an entire universe was created, a sense of creativity and art present in everyday life. Sight and sound, movement and rhythm, a way of being, a sense of connectedness and community and cooperation. A passing along of tradition and a way of learning and knowing and being. But all I knew then, when I was a little girl, was that it was fun. And it was a little difficult and challenging. And so achievement felt good. There was laughter all around. Everyone was encouraging, but not uncritical. I had to concentrate and rely on others and be part of a group working together. I had to take turns. Sometimes it's hard to wait your turn. I had to learn to be in the moment, just in the moment. No distractions, no thinking about the next thing, just that one moment of jumping in. I had to connect to my body, to my mind, but then I had to release, take a leap in. I didn't know it then, of course, but this was a kind of prayer, a meditation, this game, this double dutch, this way of playing. Please join in singing hymn number 354, We Laugh, We Cry.
enter into a time of meditation and prayer. So much is still in flux around us. Here, there is relief from much of the anxiety of the pandemic, but in many places in the world, COVID is still bringing such horror. Even as we are so happy, so happy, to renew our connections with one another, to be out in the world, to see those we have missed so much. Our hearts are heavy. Our hearts are with those who are still suffering. As we continue our lives, let us remember though that our sorrow does not take away our ability to find joy. Our grief, will not destroy our memories of happiness or our hope or our capacity for love. May we know that we are resilient. We are a resilient people. Our being together makes us even more so. May we know joy after our sorrow May we be wrapped in each other's arms after our time of isolation. May we be grateful for the beauty of this earth, the beauty which surrounds us here today, and the beauty of the people of this earth, the beauty which surrounds us here today. May we come out into the world with a caring, creative, and playful heart. May it be so. Blessed be. Amen. As Unitarian Universalists, we covenant to affirm and promote our second principle which calls us to promote justice, equity, and compassion in human relations. One of the most direct ways we live into this value each week is by taking up a collection to support local organizations and serve communities in need. Today's offering goes to Adventures in Learning, a Manhasset after-school educational and enrichment program 
dedicated to improving the lives of Long Island children in need of after-school care and instruction. Their activities focus on values of caring, honesty, respect, and responsibility. Adventures in Learning serves the children of low-wealth families, many of mixed or no immigration status, who have not been helped by any of the government's COVID relief packages. In response to the current crises amplified by the pandemic, the program uses donations like yours to help these families with grocery store gift cards, rent payments, and transportation. Between 70 and 100 families are served through this fund. Thank you for your generosity, your compassion, your dedication to building a more just and joyful world for everyone. There are three ways that you can contribute. By sending a text, by using the donate link on our website, be sure to choose special collection, or by using PayPal. Cosmic Bowling by Christopher Buse. I think about the Buddha when I am bowling. A bowling ball that goes too far to the right ends up in the gutter. One that drifts to the left experiences a similar fate. And so when bowling, I am aware that I am seeking the middle way. The Buddha sought the middle way between body destroying asceticism and gluttonous indulgence of the appetites and cravings. Either extreme took him away from spiritual growth. I too realize it is important to seek a middle way between the extremes of life, between firmness and flexibility, realism and hope. The middle way is a difficult path to tread. The Hindu scriptures, the Upanishads, warn us that the path to salvation is as thin and narrow as a razor's edge. Fortunately, a bowling lane is somewhat wider. Finding the middle way is often difficult. On some occasions, 
I feel as if bowling lanes are far too narrow. I long for a wider margin of error. Unfortunately, this is not always possible. Sure, I can have kitty bumpers placed in the bumpers, but that feels like cheating. I find that my greatest satisfaction comes not from trying to change the game, but from changing myself. By centering my ball to glide down the lane, I find that my life becomes more centered with the larger life of which I am a part. By focusing my energies toward a central goal, I find a sense of precision and balance in my life. And yet, the way to live a centered or balanced life is not always obvious. It is not always easy to find the middle way between two extremes. That is why I sometimes wish for a wider lane in my bowling alley. I roll a lot of gutter balls when I bowl, but I find that it is by accepting life on life's terms that I truly begin to enjoy the game. History tells us that it took many, many years for the Buddha to achieve enlightenment. While I am waiting, I might as well continue bowling.
Roller Skating as a Spiritual Discipline, again by Chris Buse. Roller skating is one of my spiritual disciplines. Some of my friends don't understand why I, what I see in this activity. They complain that it is boring. All you do is go around in circles. And yes, this is what a spiritual discipline is supposed to do. Remind us of the cycles and circles of life. That is why so many spiritual disciplines are connected with the holidays. Every year our holidays remind us that we have come full circle and returned to the place from whence we came. Most holidays encourage a spiritual discipline. Repentance and forgiveness are practiced during the high holy days of the Jewish calendar. Charity and good works are part of the Christ Christmas season. Muslims fast during the month of Ramadan. The people of each religion have many different holidays, but we can all agree that there are some values to which we should return each year. I remember reading about a controversy in a small Ohio town during the winter holidays. An avowed atheist had put up a sign on the courthouse grounds that read, once more around the sun, happy winter solstice. His sign was placed next to a manger scene set up by a Christian community group and a menorah set up by a Jewish organization. The county government was clearly trying to deal with all religious groups in an even-handed manner. This did not stop many folks from complaining. Although the atheist's sign was controversial, I kind of like it. That's because I think every holiday is in some sense a time to say, once more around the sun, once more around the roller rink of life. When I roller skate, I reflect on the many circles and cycles in which I participate. Like a planet orbiting the sun, I find myself again and again returning to the place from when I came. And each time I do, I am a little different. The seasons leave their mark on me. I have come to understand what poet T.S. Eliot meant when he said, the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Anyone care to skate? Please join in hymn number 1024, When the Spirit Says Do. Dance when the spirit says dance. When the spirit says dance, you 
gotta dance when the spirit says dance. 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 You gotta laugh when the spirit says laugh. You gotta laugh when the spirit says laugh. When the spirit says laugh, you gotta laugh. Oh Lord, you gotta laugh when the spirit says laugh. 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 In closing. Go out into the day reflecting on what brings you meaning and connection. Renew your sense of possibility. And remember to play. We extinguish this flame but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we are together again. <laughs>